Welcome to the Fit Body Secrets Podcast, where my goal is to deliver you education, inspiration, and action to help each of you find the fit body you desire. I know that with the right tools and the right mindset that anything is possible, and I want to share that with each and every one of you. This podcast is built solely on the purpose of delivering value to each of its listeners. The only fee that I ask is that if you find my podcast to be helpful, that you help me share it with other people. And lastly, if there are specific topics that you want discussed, please let me know. There's actually going to be an application or a Q&A survey in the show notes for you guys to fill out. Uh, without further ado, we're going to roll into today's topic, which is honestly going to be a big one and probably a little bit of a controversial one is, should I actually be cutting or AKA, should I actually be working on weight loss or fat loss right now? And I thought this would be a really important topic to discuss, especially of all weeks. This is the week of the beginning of the first stage of the CrossFit game season for 2022. And I just think that this is something that I think a lot of people, you know, we don't want to really talk about the elephant in the room, which is okay should I actually be working on weight loss right now? Because we know that most people, when they come to us, they want to lose weight. And sometimes in order for them to actually lose weight and keep it off for good, it actually does require a period of time that can be honestly a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit stressful, a little bit frustrating. And that is actually a break from the actual goal of seeing the needle move on the scale because there might be some other factors going on, vice versa. There are many people out there who have significant amount of weight to lose, who actually need to be putting more emphasis and effort into their nutrition, and their training, because they're at a risk of developing some, some forms of metabolic issues or, you know, health related issues, or even just like the longevity of their life that's at risk right now. So there are a lot of things that I wanted to consider. So I'm going to kind of talk about both aspects or both sides of the spectrum, whether you are like, Hey, you really need to be working on dialing in things and, and getting some weight off or vice versa. I know you want to lose weight. I know you need to lose weight, but there are some other things going on that we have to address first. And Hey, guess what? Weight loss might come as a side effect of us fixing those things, but the goal really needs to be fixing and prioritizing that first. And so I just kind of wrote down a couple of notes because I'm not going to get too geeky on this topic today. I really just want to give you guys awesome things to consider. And I'm going to start off uh, by just going over some of the different considerations. And that's kind of going to be the focus of today's episodes, considerations uh, before you're actually going into a fat loss phase. So number one thing that we're going to talk about is mindset. And I know that it's like, oh, mindset, blah, 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 blah. Why is it so important? Because your mindset is everything. And when it comes down to it all, guys, food is very rarely the problem. The way we think about food is normally the problem. The intent of eating is normally the problem. There's a lot of other things that factor in, even going into like disordered eating patterns, whether restrictive or binging, um, or even like uh, the way we kind of view food as a reward or any of those types of things. So most important thing to talk about is mindset. And I'm going to start off by saying, how important is this goal to you? And there's a couple of ways to really think about this is how much of your thoughts does it actually consume? Is it on your mind every single day when you wake up? Is it on your mind every single time that you are thinking about getting dressed? Is it on your mind every time that you're going to the grocery store? Is it something that is a conscious thought on your head? It's an important goal to you. If something is important to you, you are more likely to put the effort and the work into achieving that goal. The next thing to think about with mindset is what are you actually not willing to do to achieve this goal? Because this is a big one and it actually will help you figure out how important this goal really is to you. So for instance, if I'm like, Hey, I see you have this goal. You want to lose 20 pounds. Can you keep an accurate food journal for me? And that one thing is not something you're willing to do. And that might be the one thing that you need to be doing. 
chances are that goal really is not that important to you because usually what is required to lose weight or change habits is actually not a huge time commitment. It's honestly just a flip in the way we think about things and maybe shifting a little bit of our prioritization around preparation to make sure that we are ready to go and ready to rock with the things we need to be doing to reach our goals. So what are you not willing to give up and what are you not willing to do? And there are some other factors in this too that are actually good things that I want you guys to think about too, right? So for some people, they have the misconception that in order to reach a weight loss goal or a body composition goal that they have to give up like nights out with their friends or a date night with their husband or drinking alcohol or things like that. And our goal at Fit Body is to honestly teach people that those things are part of the plan. They shouldn't be something that you put on hold until your goal is achieved because that's the wrong mindset to have. And if we are doing that, then we're actually only setting somebody up for failure when they are no longer getting coaching from us. So it's really important for us to know and for you guys to know uh, honestly, I'm talking to you guys like you guys are part of my, my community right now and you're not, but well, some of you guys might be, but the real thing is understanding is what is it that is important to you that needs to be included in your plan? Because that has to be part of it. For some people, they are extremely hard workers. They, you know, have a, a very busy, a very productive job in which they feel very proud of. And for them, it might be like, I don't want to spend, you know, my time worrying about meal prep and things like that. Those are considerations that as a coach or even as yourself coaching yourself um, that we need to be thinking about. So mindset. So how important the goal is, what are you not willing to give up or what are you willing to not do? And then the last part about this mindset thing is looking at your overall relationship with food. And this goes in many different ways. So it goes into the cheat meal mentality. Are you the kind of person that's like you see Saturday night as a cheat night? Um, it goes into like how you view your, your good and bad foods. Do you have that like mindset? Do you have a lot of food rules about like, I shouldn't be eating at bedtime or I was told I can't eat carbs. Do you, do you focus your relationship with food on your effort in the gym? So if you didn't work out that day, do you eat less? There's, there's a lot of factors that go into play with the fat loss phase that needs to be addressed because if we don't fix those mindset factors in terms of how you view training and nutrition and fat loss, it's going to honestly make the whole process extremely miserable. And it should honestly be a fun and enjoyable thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's hard to be in a calorie deficit, to be eating a little bit less, but it should not be miserable. And if I can think back to my very first attempt at losing weight, I was definitely not miserable. I was actually very happy and content. Uh, was I hungry at times? Absolutely. Was there times where I was like, I wish it was dinner time and it was only 4 PM. Absolutely. But I wasn't honestly miserable. I, I actually still did pretty much everything that I wanted to do in my life because this became part of my life. And that was when I was 19 years old and I was living the college life. So just kind of going into like understanding what your relationship with food is like, and not even looking at what your relationship with food is like right now, but even what it's been in the past. And so for me, I have had a very rocky relationship with food. And what I found works for me really right now is the same tools that I teach all of my clients. And it's really finding a, a balance of structure and flexibility that allows you to feel like you're in control of your nutrition, your training and your body, but also that you're able to kind of flex with that a little bit and understand that that's not the wrong thing that, you know, hell's not going to freeze over if you, you didn't track your calories that day. You know, there's a lot of things that we want to have a little bit of gray area for and knowing that when it's time to be structured, it's time to be structured. And when it's time to have some flexibility that fits into the plan. So those are your, your main mindset things. And it's really important that I start with mindset. Cause like I said, if you're not in the right headspace, you're not going to be committed long time, long-term. A lot of times when people start a fat loss phase, it's because 
they typically woke up one day and they look at the scale and they're like, holy shit, what just happened? Where did this 15 pounds come from? I got to cut calories today. And that lasts for like three or four days, maybe even three or four weeks before they're like, they forgot what they even started. So it's really looking at yourself as a person that is looking to make changes, not just make temporary changes. We want long-term sustainable changes. So mindset is a huge piece of that. Now we're going to go into some of the more technical things in terms of like, okay, is your body in a good place to actually go into a fat loss phase? So let's just say you check the boxes that you're in a mentally a good spot. Like you're like really committed to like the long-term route. Like you're just tired of like, like shit all the time. You know, you have a pretty decent relationship with food or you are ready to work on that relationship with food. If it is a bad relationship with food. And now we're going to go into uh, kind of like some of the more technical things that you guys want to be thinking about. So number one is getting a current nutrition assessment. So, and I, I have a metabolic assessment, but I'm talking even for you guys out there, nutrition assessment. This means with no judgment, no thoughts, you are actually taking the time to take a look at what you're currently eating. How much are you currently eating? Is it very low? most days and then high some days. Is it just low altogether? Do you have no idea how much you're eating? And now that you're trying to actually figure it out and you recognize that you've been like kind of grabbing things on the go a lot, you know, getting a, an accurate assessment of how much you're currently eating, because that is going to help you set yourself up for long-term success on a fat loss phase. So for instance, if you are a 175 pound female at five foot four, you're trying to lose 20 to 30 pounds and you're looking at your calorie intake and you're like 800 to 1100 most days, but then Saturday comes around and you know, you're having a couple of margaritas, you're having chips and salsa, you're having some other things. So maybe your calorie balance over the course of the week is like 16 to 1700 calories. You actually might need to take a break from actually trying to cut calories and get calories back up. And it's really cool. The things that happen when you do that one you're always often, you're often going to feel a lot better throughout your day, throughout the week. But two, on that weekend, you are going to be way more mindful and it's going to be a lot easier for you to stay consistent with your nutrition plan because you're not in a physiologically deprived state. So psychologically, you will be more compliant with your diet. And it's crazy the way that that happens. But I will be honest with you, most people that undereat tend to overeat on the weekends because they think that they earned it. And most people that eat enough during the week, don't overeat on the weekends. It, it happens over and over and over again. So getting an accurate assessment of how much you're currently eating. And like I said, it might just be one to two weeks or even two to four weeks of like, Hey, I'm just going to eat enough for my body to feel good. And sometimes without even dropping calories or going into a fat loss phase, you start leveling out because you're not having these ups and downs of the weight from the ups and downs in your calories and your types of foods and all that kinds of stuff. So how much are you currently eating? Number two is how are your current stress levels? So if you are literally just on the go, you're working 60 to 80 hours a week, you barely have time to like put food in your mouth and you're just eating all, all over the place and everything is crazy. What I want you to understand is I'm not saying that you can't work on fat loss, but I'm just saying that the main goal right now is getting you normalizing your eating patterns so that you can be more successful with the fat loss phase. So if you are chronically stressed and you aren't sleeping well, and you're just so busy, you don't have time for anything. The goal really needs to be not adding more stress to your body by saying, all right, now we're going to put you in a calorie deficit, which is only going to make it worse. It might just be, all right, like we need to actually look at some lifestyle factors, 
see where we might be able to fit in a little bit more recovery. How can we get you a little bit more downtime? How can we buy some time back for you? And, and honestly, getting you just eating normally, normally without expectations. Once again, fat loss will likely come as a side effect, but the main goal is normalizing eating patterns, normalizing eating routines and getting you eating enough calories to support your lifestyle without feeling deprived or like you're on a diet. So if you can relate to ever being stressed out, some people are stress eaters. Some people are stressed under eaters, which makes them overeat later on. So either way, stress is not a good thing and it's only going to hinder your fat loss phase. So making sure that you're getting the stress in check. Another thing to factor in here that I wrote down is, and this is a really important one, is how long have you been struggling with your weight? And part two of this question is really, how many different things have you tried to lose weight? So if you find that you look back at the last five, 10, 15, 20 years, 30 plus years of your life, and you cannot remember a time where you didn't think about weight loss and you actually just ate for not just to be free, but to actually eat for health purposes, um, you honestly might need to take some time and really do that. And, and I'll be honest, you know, I often judge myself in particular when I went the route of um, more of a paleolithic style of eating in the beginning of my CrossFit phases. And yes, was it somewhat restrictive? Absolutely, because it cut out all grains and all dairy. However, it wasn't restrictive in the amounts of foods that I was eating. So for me, taking that time where I wasn't focused on how little I was eating or how much I was eating and just focusing on eating nutrient dense, rich foods was a great way for me to kind of break up with that bad mentality I had about food portions. And honestly, it went a little bit in the wrong direction, but it, it actually gave me a break from that to where, when I did try and actually cut weight the right way, the next time around, I was way more successful. So giving yourself an opportunity to spend time, like not focusing on the power of eating less, but actually giving yourself that time of like the power of just eating for health. And, and that's not fun and it's not sexy. And it's not something that people can sell you. Nobody wants to hear you're going to, you're going to pay to be told how to eat without the goal of fat loss in mind. Well, the goal is fat loss, but right now you're going to be honestly not struggling with your weight for once in your life. Like just being able to accept yourself where you're at and knowing that you're at square one, and we're going to get you to wherever you want to be, but you got to start somewhere. And that is honestly the best way to start is like clearing the slate, like getting all the fucking bullshit food rules out of your head, like stopping worrying about carbs and fats and, and worrying if, if you're eating too many carbs or, or if you're, you know, like if you should be doing a keto diet or if you should be fasting or all that shit, like really just thinking about what it looks like to eat enough food and seeing what that falls into play. So that was another one. Um, and then some other considerations that are kind of on the flip side of this, because a lot of these things are going into why somebody might not want to start a fat loss phase. Right. Uh, because I think that a lot of people, when they reach out to us, it's like, I want to lose weight on the opposite end of the spectrum. There are many people, even in the CrossFit community who are, you know, obviously going to the gym regularly, but their food and their lifestyle habits are not in line with what they actually need to be doing. So on the flip side of this coin are the people that honestly aren't focusing on fat loss that actually should be focusing on fat loss. And, and those are people that have a very high BMI, a very high body fat percentage. Uh, they are at risk for things like cardiovascular diseases, uh, metabolic diseases, hormone issues, thyroid issues, all of these different things. We want to make sure that on the flip side of things that we are prioritizing some time on, like it is time to cut some weight that right now, like 
you are at a risk for health issues and that in order for us to get you healthy, we do need to get some weight off. And the strategies for that are honestly going to be the same, no matter who you are. We should always start at base. We should always figure out where you are, but it's just saying that you guys might need to, if this is you go into a, a phase like, all right, I, I really got to commit to making these changes because my relationship with food sucks. I need to work on getting some weight off. So it still goes down to the same thing as like all of these things have to be in check, but your priority should actually be, I got to lose some weight right now. And when I say right now, it means that we're starting it right now. We're not looking at obviously getting you eating more food. It might actually be eating more of the right types because we're actually going to be limiting calories a little bit to kind of get you into play. So those are some things to consider in terms of if you should or should not be starting a fat loss phase. And hopefully that gives you guys some things to, uh, to think about. Another thing that I wanted to kind of put in here, and, and there's a few other things about this is, um, and I wrote this down as like health versus aesthetics. And I didn't put performance on this spectrum because I think that performance kind of falls into both of those categories. I kind of think of things a little bit differently. So rather than there being a triangle, I think there's actually two ends of the spectrum or one, and it kind of leads to the other. So with health, health should always be at the forefront of our minds. And even though it's not, even though I know that we are all like, I'm chasing abs, I don't give a shit about that. I get those types of uh, mentalities too. But at the end of the day, we have to think longevity wise is at the end of the day, we want to be 50, 60, 70 years old and being able to do the things that we love doing. And it's crazy. I was actually like just scrolling through Instagram last night with my mom. And we were looking at like pictures of like Sylvester Stallone and like the rock at 49. And I'm like, just crazy how fit these people look. And yeah, granted, there's probably going to be some hormone replacement stuff and everything like that, but it's still really cool to see that those people are still looking pretty darn young. So first and foremost, kind of going into some other things here that I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about is uh, when it comes to fat loss is assessing, is it a health-based goal or is it an aesthetic-based goal? So as I go into this, it's mostly because what, everything that I've talked about before is kind of going into two overarching themes of like, one, we're in a really a, a state where we really have to make some lifestyle changes. And two, it might be like, I've been struggling with my weight for so long. I don't even know where to start. And I've just been trying everything and I'm not getting anywhere. At the end of the day, we always want health to be at the, at the main purpose, but there are a population of people out there. They're also chasing aesthetics. And, and that might be where you actually actually take a break from the aesthetics to kind of organize some health issues first. And then the aesthetic part becomes a lot easier. And this is really like, this is where I kind of think about it um, in terms of, you know, if you've got like 10 to 15 pounds to lose and you've been under eating, eating a little bit more might be the solution to that problem. So just knowing where you fall on that. And then the last one is, as I mentioned, performance, because there are also in the, in the realm of things where people are like, I'm chasing aesthetics, but I actually want to qualify for the CrossFit Games, or I really want to see how far I can go in the sport. And the amount of volume that they have to do in order to chase that performance goal is not in line with being in a calorie deficit because the goal of performing better is honestly optimizing everything in your training. And when you are a little bit underfed, uh, you might not always be performing your best. So you are sacrificing a little bit of performance when you're chasing that aesthetic goal. Also, you might be um, sacrificing some health when you're chasing that performance goal. And I think that for a lot of people, they see it, I even don't agree with it. They talk about a CrossFit, you know, being the fittest on earth. Granted, they are very fit. And I, I put myself in this category is what it takes to achieve that level of athleticism is a, a very fit thing to do, but health wise, 
I personally think, and I do agree with Greg Glassman that fit people are often very healthy. However, athletes are not always the fittest. Okay. They might be deficient in some areas. CrossFit athletes are a different breed, but because of the amount of training that we now have to do in order to make it to the top level of the sport, it is no longer the sport of fitness because there are a lot of things that athletes will ignore at the goal of chasing performance, often fighting through chronic injuries, not sleeping well, uh, hormone issues. There is a, a number of things, and you can honestly even see a lot of you know, top level athletes who have retired uh, and talk about this very openly, or they take breaks so that they can fix some health things because it does require a lot of stress on the body to make it there. So knowing where you fall in that health aesthetics performance uh, aspect of things is so important. So as I'm closing out this episode, uh, I just wanted to kind of last minute talk about things. And guys, you know me, I don't like really, I don't, these are all raw. So if, if it seems like I'm jumbling a little bit, that is probably what I'm doing um, because I don't like editing my shit. So, and now that this is on YouTube, it's even harder for me, but I wanted to end off uh, with a couple of things to kind of give you guys to think about. Uh, I know we are actually going into March of 2022 and a lot of people started a health journey uh, two months ago in the beginning of January. And maybe that health journey was a diet trend or a challenge or something like that. What I want you guys to realize today is like, you didn't fail if you did that. And now you're like off track again, you didn't fail. Uh, it failed you. And hopefully today that it's obviously February 20th, um, you still have an opportunity to turn that around. And I'm going to give you guys some things to think about here to hopefully help you set yourself up for success long-term. So if your goal is fat loss, and a lot of the things that I already talked about today resonated with you. Uh, really, the only thing that's going to change in these things is maybe how long or how much emphasis you put on each phase. And I'm just going to talk about the pre-phase today. And then maybe as we get going, maybe I'll do another episode where I talk about the different phases of fat loss. I think I've actually done a podcast episode on that, but I will definitely redo it because it's been a while. Um, so the first thing that I want you guys to do is honestly take a week, seven days, 10 days, get an accurate food journal. And I'm talking about not just your Monday through Friday. I'm also talking about your Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or your Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So looking at, it might not be 100% accurate, but actually taking the time to look calorically, like what are your meals looking like when you're at restaurants? How much alcohol are you drinking? Um, what are your snack habits? Like, are you, are you biting off of your kids' foods? Are you finishing their plates? Like what are your current intake? Where are you getting food from? Where are you getting your calories from? And looking at the macronutrient and the micronutrient breakdown of that food. So like how much protein are you getting? You know, most people are way overeating fat, way under eating carbs because it's easier to see carbs. It's not as easy to see fat. So looking at those types of things, um, looking at your micronutrients. So how many fruits and vegetables are you getting a day? How many whole grains are you getting in a day? You know, are you getting in any of those foods or are you kind of eating a lot of processed stuff? Like all of that stuff matters. So getting a current assessment of your current nutrition habits, not just the amounts and the, the macros, but also the micronutrients, the types of foods, and also the frequency of your meals. Like what does your meal structure look like? Do you have one? And I'll be honest, guys, everybody should have a meal structure. I don't care what anybody says. I get it. There's going to be times you're like, I'm hungry. I don't want this. I think that the leanest, fittest people in this world have meal structure. And I also think that that's partly why things like intermittent fasting work for people because it structures their nutrition to a specific time. I also think it makes it really easy for you guys to plan your food. If you know you eat at specific times or even a specific amount of times a day, it makes it so much easier for you guys to figure things out versus like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'm gonna be hungry, maybe I'm not. Like 
don't leave it to guessing. Make sure you have a plan. So figuring out like how many times a day you're eating and where you tend to snack, where you tend to get a little bit hungry, thinking about your energy levels throughout the day. When do you start to like crave coffee and things like that? And uh, getting a current uh, intake there. Now, the other thing is if you are somebody that is feeling like maybe there are some other issues going on, like maybe it's hormone related, maybe it's metabolic health related, um, maybe it's to do with your body fat percentage, any of these things, even if you don't, and you just want to have, you know, I'll say, I'll say, even if you don't, but you think you might, um, or even if you don't, but you're wanting to find out if you do, it's, it's always good to start, start any kind of like a new thing with having a baseline. So I think you should get some blood biomarkers done. Um, there are a lot of companies out there. I will tell you, I am not sponsored by them, but I think inside tracker does an amazing job of really giving a really thorough, and I will actually put a link to them in my show notes for you guys. They do a really good thorough, um, blood biomarker check and they actually will go over it all with you. Um, but there are a number of companies out there. And if you have insurance and you go to your healthcare provider, just knowing that you want to get a complete panel. And, and I would honestly make sure that you're an advocate for what you want tested and, and testing some things just beyond the, the basic CBC or whatever, the basic stuff, getting a full thyroid panel, getting a full hormone panel, depending on where you're at. If you think there's concerns, go into all the things, go into everything you can, because if you're going to get blood work done, you might as well get it all covered. And then the last thing about your pre-phase that I wanted to talk about today is and I wrote this down. I think it's, it's, it's really wordy, but super powerful. It's a foundational shift of priorities. And when I say this, I don't mean it has to now become, you know, obviously everything you're doing revolves around your weight loss and your health, right? It just means that you have a foundational shift around where that falls into your level of priority. And it has to be number one. And that might mean that you're taking five minutes out of your 24 hour day to make sure that you have a plan for your nutrition for the next day, that you know exactly what you're going to be doing so that you know how you're going to get what you need to get in. Uh, just really looking at the foundational shift of priorities. It's learning how to say, all right, I know that the girls want to go out Friday and Saturday night for alcohol, but I have this work thing on Tuesday and I've got this other thing on Sunday. It's learning how to shift your priorities. Like, okay, where do I need to be flex and where do I need to have structure and being able to shift that priority for yourself to honestly be able to look long-term what your life is going to look like. So um, that's it. And then I think the last thing I, I know this is the last thing, but is, is honestly just setting yourself up for like, when you're working towards a goal, it's always going to feel like a lot more effort than when you're maintaining it. So knowing that even though things might seem hard and overwhelming when you first start something, know that that's going to get a lot easier as you go. And a lot of the things that you struggle with on day one, you're not going to struggle with anymore on day 30, 60, or 90. And then beyond that, when you're actually in a place of maintenance, a lot of the structure that you've created becomes almost like a tool that you have in your, in your backpack, not something that you're actually using every single day. So that's it guys. Hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys. I'm super excited to uh, obviously help some of you guys out this week in my Facebook group. I am going to be going live talking about some open prep stuff. So if that is going to be something that's going to be helpful for you, join in, tune in tomorrow night, Monday night, live at five in Fit Body Secrets on Facebook. Have a good day.